Good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you so much for listening in to our live broadcast. I am Jason DeMars and want to remind everyone, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please contact me at jasondemars.com or on any social media platform that you're listening to. We're going to continue on to part two of the oneness of the Godhead. And now we're going to be going through scriptures and quotes and history about demonstrating the truth of the oneness of the Godhead. And so uh, first scripture we want to look at, and I believe is foundational to us, is Deuteronomy 6 verse 4. Listen and understand, Israel. Hear, O Israel. The Lord our God is one Lord, or Yahweh God is one Yahweh. So we take this verse and we look at the word one. The word one is the same as the literal number for one, echad in Hebrew, is the literal number one. This is what we just read and went over is the Jewish confession of faith. This is what every little child learns from the time they're little. This is what's put on the doorpost. This is what's put on the outside. This is what's written on their foreheads. This is what's on their bracelets, on their hands. Everywhere it says, Shema Israel, Yahweh Elohim, Echad Yahweh. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. This is where we start. This is our foundation. There is one single, solitary, almighty God. Jesus reaffirms this confession of faith in Mark 12, 29, and says, when asked the greatest commandment, uh, he says, the first of all commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Our belief must start here. God is a simple, undivided unity. Thousands of verses use singular personal pronouns to describe God. We can go over and over and over and over and over and over this. Tens of thousands of personal pronouns are used in connection with God. Isaiah 44, 24, we find that Yahweh created alone and by himself. Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, and he that formed thee from the womb, I am the Lord, I am Yahweh, that maketh all things, that stretcheth forth the heavens alone. Alone means that he didn't have two other people there with him. He was alone, one person was there. I, singular personal pronoun, maketh all things that stretcheth forth the heavens alone. As if we didn't understand what I meant, he's going to emphasize it. I did it alone. That spreadeth abroad the earth by myself. Once again, a singular personal pronoun. One person created everything. One person is stretching out the heavens. One person upholds everything by the word of their power. Language has meaning. He did not have other divine beings co-equal or co-eternal, 
with him when he created. I, singular, personal, pronoun, created, alone. If there's a true belief of three persons in the Godhead, this would be re we created all things and spread the earth abroad together. Before the foundation of the world, there was Elohim, who only hath immortality, dwelling in the light, which no man can approach unto, whom no man hath seen nor can see. 1 Timothy 6.16 You cannot see God. You never will see God, not for all of eternity. This is scripture. He dwells in the light. That light is an expression or manifestation of Him, but He is beyond and above the light. He's invisible. Complete. God is spirit. Isaiah 43, 10 and 11, Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, singular personal pronoun, even I am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. Again, this is speaking of Yahweh, Yahweh Elohim, the self-existing one, who is the strong one who binds himself by an oath. Isaiah 40, 18 through 25, To whom then will you liken God? Or what likeness will you compare unto him? The workman melts a graven image, and the goldsmith spreads it over with gold and casts silver chains. He that is so impoverished that he hath no oblation chooses a tree that will not rot. He seeks him a cunning workman to prepare the graven image that shall not be molded. Have you not known? Have you not heard? Hath it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he, Yahweh Elohim, the Lord God, that sitteth upon the circle of the earth. So God is so far above the earth, he refers to it as a seat. And the inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers. He refers to us as human beings as just small ants, small grasshoppers, that stretcheth the heavens as a curtain. Heaven is just a curtain or a tent, and spreadeth them out as a tent to dwell in, that brings the princes to nothing. He makes the judges of the earth as vanity. Yea, they shall not be planted, yea, shall, they shall not be sown, yea, their stock shall not take root in the earth. And he shall also blow upon them, and they shall wither, and the whirlwind shall take them away as stubble. To whom then will you liken me? Or shall I be equal, saith the Holy One? There's no one equal to God. There's no one greater than God. He is one singular person. He created alone. He doesn't have any likeness or shape. Deuteronomy 4, 12 through 15, And the Lord spake unto you out of the midst of the fire. You heard the voice of the words, but not, saw no similitude. Only you heard a voice. And he declared unto you the covenant which he commanded you to perform, even ten commandments. And he wrote them upon two tables of tablets of stone. And the Lord commanded me at that time to teach you statutes and judgments that you might do them in the land whither you go over to possess it. Take ye therefore good heed unto yourselves, for you saw no manner of similitude on the day that the Lord spake unto you in Horeb out of the midst of the fire. Similitude means shape or embodiment. He's emphasizing to you, to them, do not make a graven image. I'm an invisible God who is a spirit who covers all space and time.
John 4.24 says that God is spirit. Spirit means breath, wind, breeze, current of air. God in his essential nature is invisible and likened unto wind. That is, he's a power that is invisible to the naked eye and covers all space and time. Galatians 3.20 Now mediator is not a mediator of one, implied one person, but God is one, implied one person. God is one person. God, some of the, just a few of the characteristics of God. He's eternal, no beginning and no ending. He's invisible. He's omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, infinite, self-existing. He is loving. He is merciful. He is wrathful. He is uh, he is good. He is grace, full of grace. He is completely sovereign over everything. He has perfect knowledge. He cannot gain new knowledge. He cannot lose knowledge. His understanding is, is infinite. He knows everything that has happened, will happen, and is happening. He, he is the sovereign one that controls every flea down to every flea, every molecule, every atom. He is, I said, it, I said it before, but he is love, he is light. It's God in his attributes and nature. But with all that said, he is one. He is one. He's not two or three. God is essentially one person. He's a spirit. He is light. He is love. If you have any questions or prayer requests or testimonies, please contact me at jasondemars.com. May the Lord richly bless you.